Oh, hello everybody. Good morning. <coughs> Excuse me. It's not COVID. Now, every time you cough, you have to like remind people, no, I'm not sick. I promise you it's not the virus. <laughs> this is checking in with Chomo. Uh, I am going for another few laps around the parking lot today. And I hope everybody is doing well. Um, hopefully I'm still recording. Yeah, recording in progress. Okay. So, uh, Vlado had a question for me. He said, who is the best Star Trek captain and why? Who is the worst and why? Same questions for doctor, chief engineer, etc. So, uh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to start with the captain's first while I'm walking. So what I did was I ranked all the captains on a scale of one to 10. Actually, I'm going to stop here by this tree. <clears throat> it's uh, too hard to record walking. Although I still am, I'm going to walk just when I'm done with this. All right. So I, I ranked them on a scale of one to 10 in four categories, which are completely subjective and they're only my opinion. And they are in the categories of intelligence, leadership, and how well the ship would run if they were not there. One being the ship would run as good or better, and ten being the ship would just fall apart without them. And uh, in acting, okay? Scale, scale of one to ten in acting. So, <coughs> I'm so sorry. I would edit that out, but I don't know how to. All right, uh, James T. Kirk from the original Star Trek. Uh, intelligence, I gave him a three. Because I couldn't give him a one. He obviously he had to pass all the tests in Starfleet to be a captain. But other than that, he was a, he was a blithering idiot. Spock was really the brains of that whole operation. Uh, he was just, you know, uh, leadership, I gave him a two. He had that ready-shoot-aim attitude. He's always trying to get laid. He was... Uh, Captain Kirk was always... He, every planet he went to, he wanted to see if he could get laid. You know, it was like he was collecting Pokemon or something. Yeah, I had a, had a blue one. Yeah, I had a green one. Yeah, I had one with the weird antennas growing out of her head. Yeah, I... Didn't he try to get it on with Uhura? He did, didn't he? That was like the first interracial kiss was him and Uhura. He was trying to get into her pants, too. Oh, my God. He, just Captain Kirk. And uh, was he necessary? I gave him a two. Like I said, Spock was the brains. The rest of the crew was more than capable engineer, probably the best engineer, spoil alert, uh, doctor, I mean, the, the whole rest of the crew was far more competent than he was. I feel like he was always just getting the whole crew into unnecessary trouble with his attitude. Captain Kirk. And uh, I gave him, a, for acting, I gave him a five, because it's William Shatner. I mean... He's, he's Shatner. I wish I could do my William Shatner impression. I can do that when I'm not talking into a microphone. So James T. Kirk, 
overall out of 40 points. I gave him 12. You get 12 points. All right, Jean-Luc Picard from The Next Generation. Intelligence, uh, he held his own with Q. And he's a pretty smart guy. I give him an 8. Leadership, I gave him a 6. He was a good leader. He's kind of like, you know, he reminded me of like a manager in like a retail shop. You know that joke is like, what's the difference between God and a, and a, a manager at Target? Like, God doesn't think he's a manager at Target. <laughs> you can tell, like, he's one of those guys where if he was on a plane, and the minute a little kid started crying, he'd be like, Ugh, are you kidding me? Kind of impatient. Like, he yelled at Wesley Crusher. I didn't like that so much. That, uh, that wasn't cool. Uh, so a six for leadership. Was he necessary? Eh, I gave him a six too, right there. Uh, he had a great crew. They were all very capable and fine, but he needed someone to just, they needed someone to run a tight ship and Captain Picard was, was that guy. Acting, I gave him a nine because Patrick Stewart is amazing. He is an accomplished Shakespearean actor. He's actually reading one sonnet a day from Shakespeare on Instagram. So go on Instagram and find him. He's reading a sonnet every day. It's really, really wonderful. And it makes sense that Picard was also way into Shakespeare because Patrick Stewart is. That may, you know, that's like um, when Ron Swanson, you know, when they wrote the whole woodshop thing into his character, Ron Swanson from Parks and Recreation, because uh, Nick Offerman has a wood shop, an actual wood shop. So, yeah, they they kind of they kind of played to uh, Patrick Stewart's existing talent. I also like when Star Trek, like all the people on Star Trek, they have like these interests that are all public domain, which is really really handy. Like. Like, Data was way into Sherlock Holmes, which is, has been public domain for a while now, which is great. Like, why are Star Trek people... How come nobody nobody on Star Trek likes anything from, like, 2010? You know? You know, really, Riker doesn't like Led Zeppelin? Come on. And then, like, when they would go back in time and they would have, like, uh, you know, they would be in, like, 1920s New York or something, you know that it was because there was an empty soundstage that was supposed to be for something else. And they were like, hey, can we use that? Hey, do you mind if, uh, you know, we're budget's running kind of low. Maybe we could use that, uh, that train station for a little while. <laughs> Oh, boy. So, uh, Picard, I gave him 30 out of 40 points. Uh, Benjamin Sisko on DS9. Now, look, I I don't know all the Star Trek series, so I'm not going to talk about the new one that's on CBS. I forgot the name of it. There was another one with Scott Bakula that I have not seen a, a minute of. So, I might be missing some people, and... You might be saying, eh, this captain's a lot better. I don't know. It's just my opinion, and I'm just going with what I am familiar with, all right? Benjamin Sisko from DS9. Uh, intelligence, I gave him a 7. 
Uh, poor guy, he loses his wife in a war. He gets sent to this crappy, I almost cussed, crappy outpost to keep an eye on a wormhole. And he gets to run this dumb space station. Nobody wants him there. And on top of it, he gets to be, a, you know, he, he has to be a single father to a teenage son. And so he doesn't really make the best decisions all the time. But what I'm really dinging him for on intelligence was that he didn't say, no, I'm not, I don't want this assignment. I retire. I retire from Starfleet. You know? <laughs> Uh, leadership, I gave him a seven, because he holds his own, right? Like, nobody, nobody on that ship wanted the Federation to be there. The Federation doesn't want to be there. Nobody, nobody in the Federation wants to be there. Nobody wants them there. Uh, so he had to, he had to, he, he did the best that he could with what he had, right? The people that he had to work with be super uncooperative. He had to deal with the Cardassians. He did punch Q in the face, though. He punched Q right in the face, which was pretty badass. Uh, so, uh, seven for leadership. Was he necessary? No. I gave him a one. Cardassians got booted off of that space station. I said that like a Midwesterner. Cardassians? It's full of Cardassians. So they got booted off. Uh, the Bajorans took control of this dilapidated space station because the Cardassians, like, why do I keep saying it like that? The Cardassians, like, wrecked it before they left. So it was all a mess, and they called the Federation to come help them fix it back up. But, you know, like Kira, more than qualified to run the thing by herself because all she really wants to do is blast away as many Cardassians as possible, right? So just give them some Federation weaponry, give them a couple ships, let them get up and running, and get out. Let them deal with it. I don't need Cisco in there. Send Cisco somewhere nice. Send him to one of the planets with the the blue people that that uh, Captain Kirk was trying to get in bed. We'll let them deal with it. Uh, acting. Avery Brooks had just like one notch above Shatner. He had some really scenery-chewing moments. Not over-dramatic and cheesy like Shatner, but he was pretty close. And uh, in the cast, there were, there were better actors, so uh, pretty good. Uh, 21 points out of 40 possible. All right, the last one is uh, Catherine Janeway from Voyager. Uh, intelligence, I gave her a 9 like, seriously, she had that big light bulb, you know, 1960s Texas woman hairdo thing to cover up her big freaking brain. Good lord. She was really smart. She was, like, hands-on with the science and engineering parts of the ship. Uh, she could just she could run that entire ship if she wanted to. Uh, and, and as smart as Picard, but also, like, street smart, which I gave her that little extra point for. Uh, leadership. I, nine. I would want Janeway to be my boss. Uh, of all the captains that I'm familiar with, she's the most diplomatic. She would not yell at Wesley Crusher. She just wanted to get home uh, to her dog and her coffee and like everybody else, right? It's like when your boss is going, oh, thank God it's Friday, am I right? And you're like, yeah, damn right. 
And, uh, oh, she beats the Borg at the end of the series. Spoiler alert. She beats the Borg. She gets her crew and herself home. She violates the Prime Directive. She goes back to get the rest of the crew, beats the Borg again, and goes home. <laughs> like, wow. Uh, was she necessary? I gave her a 10. The rest of that crew was inept at best. She had to do her job and their jobs too. She could probably even do the... Who's the guy in the kitchen? Who's the kitchen guy? Neelix? It's Neelix, right? He's a... He's like a... They had some extra Ferengi makeup left over, and so they made a little... They made a different alien with the same makeup. He's not a Ferengi, is he? He's not a Ferengi. He's got pointier ears. How come aliens are all humanoid... Like, they have the same form as us. They have the head, they have the torso, arms and legs. They just have different colored skin. I mean, I know it's, like, CGI. They don't really have that. But I feel like... I feel like that could be a thing? I don't know. Uh, where was I? <laughs> a bunch of duds on that Voyager. The chief of security on that ship... And again, spoiler alert for future episodes... Uh, the chief of security is a Vulcan. He's not even... He's not the science officer. He's not the engineer. He's not anything that requires brains. Like, I thought Vulcans were, like, the smartest alien race in Star Wars. And he's the chief of security. He's, he's, he's making the rounds up and down the halls, just pinching necks all the time. What good is he? Uh, acting, I gave, uh, what's her name? What is her name? Catherine Janeway. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, oh, I hate that when that happens. She's a good actor. Uh, better actor than Patrick Stewart? Nah, probably not. Is she the best actor on that entire cast? Yes. By a mile, the best actor, uh, on that cast. The best. Eight. I don't know why I dinged her two points on the acting. Like, she's really good. So, it's really bugging me that I can't remember her name. You're going to yell at me. Okay, so I gave her 31 points out of 40. So, okay. Number four on my list, James T. Kirk with 12 points. Number three is Benjamin Sisko with 21 points. Number two is Jean-Luc Picard with 20. How many did I give him? 20. Oh, 30. Give him 30 points for Jean-Luc Picard. 31 points for Catherine Janeway. Catherine Janeway just edges out Picard by one point because, well, really, it's because she wouldn't yell at Wesley Crusher. (laughs) Patrick, Jean-Luc Picard yelled at Wesley Crusher, and so he doesn't get to be the best captain. It it goes to Janeway. And if you want to add, like, the captains, I know there's more captains. Uh, You know, what is the one with Scott Bakula? Is it called Enterprise? I think it's called Enterprise. I think it's called Enterprise. Just let me know how he is. Uh, He seems okay. He's a pretty good actor, Scott Bakula. 
So there it is, Vlado. Um, next, what am I going to do next? Am I going to do first officer or maybe maybe the science guy? The science guy. <laughs> the, who's the science <laughs> the science guy? I'll do uh, I'll do first officer next. Okay, okay. Uh, oh, I forgot to do the little bumper at the beginning. This is the Podfix Network. I am. Paul Chomo, and this is Checking in with Chomo, and thanks for checking in with the, the Podfix Network. Bye.